Ireland is a beautiful place, and there's no arguing that. Every time I come here, I find myself even more enchanted by the history and architecture, the lush green landscapes below, and the billowing dark clouds above as they make their way out across the fields. The people here are kind, but tough, and on more than one occasion, I found myself wrapped up in a tall tale from one of the locals at the tavern down the road. It's this very tavern that I'm headed now, excited to stop by the Drunk Donkey Inn and have myself a pint before getting back to work. This quiet stroll and quick drink has become part of my routine lately, and it's helped a lot. As a writer, I sometimes find myself working a little too hard at getting words out onto the page, forcing myself to plow through when inspiration has been completely drained. Sometimes this tactic works, but most of the time you just find yourself frustrated and ready to give up. As a fiction writer, inspiration is my fuel, and I've finally learned to step back a bit when the tank is low. Now, I just walk down to the bar and have a drink, and by the time I get back to the small one-bedroom cottage that I've rented out here in the Irish countryside, the words will practically be writing themselves. As an American foreigner in this great land, I've often been asked why I don't head to Dublin or some other big city. After all, many of my novels take place in urban environments, a faraway cry from this little hamlet out in the middle of nowhere. The answer is distraction, something that I've been struggling with lately almost as much as my general writer's block. It's a line that must be carefully walked, a mentality lurking somewhere between total focus and a loose wandering imagination. I finally reach the tavern and push through the front door, the sky blossoming purple and orange behind me. Immediately, I'm hit with the scent of delicious food and some kind of powerful baking fragrance, hints of rosemary swirling within. Unlike nearly any bar in America, the stench of stale beer is nowhere to be found, just a welcoming aroma and warmth as a fire roars nearby. Mitch! exclaims the bartender, an older man with a trimmed white beard and youthful, excited eyes. Hey, Ian, I offer, sitting down at the bar before him. Just the usual. Ian smiles and grabs a mug, filling it to the broom with delicious house-brewed beer, then handing it over to me as I pass him some cash and a generous tip. I take a long swig, letting the cool, soothing liquid fill me completely. The taste is incredible, something that I look forward to every time I head out this way. It's a small batch, of course, and you can't get the stuff anywhere else. No words coming out tonight? Ian questions, already knowing the answer. I'm here, after all. Nope, I tell him, shaking my head. Hey, that's all right, continues Ian. Can't be inspired every single day now, can you? I shrug. I mean, this is seven in a row. This week has been brutal. Well, when's your deadline? Asks the bartender, trying to make conversation but hitting on a sore spot. Deadline's passed, I offer. Ian hesitates for a minute and then suddenly throws his head back, bursting out with laughter. No shit? Afraid so, I tell him, just barely able to see the humor in the situation and cracking a slight smile myself. I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, you sure as hell shouldn't be here, Ian tells me with a scoff. I mean, I appreciate the business, Mitch, but you should be writing. Nothing's coming out, I reiterate. I'm frozen solid. The bartender puts his hands on the bar and leans forward a bit. Well, what's it about? I've got all kinds of ideas for you. It's a detective story, I explain. I had it all lined up, and I've known who the killer was from the beginning. Now that it's time to make the big reveal, I just can't do it. Why not? asks Ian, genuinely curious. Because I don't think they did it anymore, I confess. The bartender smiles. Ah, so your characters are in charge now. 